Hey, everybody. Welcome to Making Sense with Dustin Lamontang from Research Capital. My name is Bryn Griffiths. Hey, Dustin, how you doing? Hey, good, Bryn. How's yourself? Fine, thank you. Today's topic, small cap tech wreck opportunity knocking. You're going to have to explain this one to me. Well, it, it, it uh, you know, the, the, when the, when the pandemic hit in the spring of 2020, um, anything that was small cap technology just went right through the roof and there wasn't really any rhyme or reason to it. Um, you know, some of it, there was rhyme or reason like zoom, for instance, went from, you know, $50 a share to $500 a share uh, yeah, or some yeah. crazy thing. Now it's back down below a hundred, believe it or not. So, uh, and, and you could kind of make a rationale for people working from home are going to use zoom, but. Uh, I, I think that most rational people probably thought that the pandemic wasn't going to last for the rest of our lives. And at some point, things <laughs> would get back to normal. Yes. Um, but if you look at the the overall uh, small cap tech sector in the U.S., it's if, if you strip out uh, Amazon, Google, which is uh, it's actually Alphabet, but that's the parent of Google. And, and healthcare stocks out of the uh, the Nasdaq, the Nasdaq's actually down about forty percent. It's in a deep, deep uh, recession. Right. Um, so when when I look at uh, you know the 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 overall um, small cap tech sector, now there's a couple examples in Canada um, that that you know went way up because of the pandemic as well. Shopify is one of them. Uh, you know, I think it was something like $300 at, at the bottom in the spring and it went up to $2,000. Well, it's back down to 800. And when I look at a lot of these companies, some of them seem to be uh, overpriced at that. $800 gives Shopify a, still a quite a high multiple, I think 60 times forward earnings, something like that. So um, another one was Lightspeed. Who uh, who does like payment processing? So they'll come into your business and set you up to you know for, for using credit cards and point of sale and and that sort of thing. Okay. Um, they'll also help people with uh, with their online um, you know between be, between Shopify and and Lightspeed, uh, a medium sized business could get a very good online footprint. Got you. Is what I'm saying. Um, but light, light speed was even worse than Shopify. I think they got up to 170 or 180 dollars a share, down from 20, and now they're back down to under 30. Okay. So, uh, if you remember from grade uh, seven and eight math, the concept of a parabola. Oh my uh, God! I I don't, I don't even think I've heard that word for like 45 years. Yeah, I mean, a, a parabola is just uh, you know a bell curve with, and and you can have very steeply. The, the whole point of a parabola is it has two sides. So if something goes up in a parabolic fashion, uh, steeply parabolic, you, you probably don't want to invest in that at the top of that parabola no. because it's going to come down uh, in a parabolic fashion almost, almost you know, identically. So we've seen that in numerous stocks, these so-called... Uh, uh, COVID stocks or, or pandemic stocks. Another famous one was Peloton, right? Peloton oh, yeah. went up way, way up and then, and then they just crashed. So when, when I'm looking at the small tech, small cap tech space, uh, I'm starting to think, okay, well, maybe there's some buying opportunities there, right? So a good stock picker can go through and, and find some of these companies. And in particular, I've been looking at Lightspeed and, and Shopify on, on the Canadian home front. Um, the the U.S. side, I, I would probably play with a um, a small cap tech fund or or an exchange traded fund. Um, can just, can you explain small cap tech for a lot of people? Like somebody, well, I'm not completely sure. I think I got a rough idea, but 
Can you kind of break that down a little bit? Well, sto- stocks are classified by market cap, which is just the uh, the share price times okay. the amount of shares outstanding. So typically in Canada, a stock is considered a large cap if it's over uh, a couple billion dollars in market cap. Okay, that'd be okay. a large cap company and small cap would be something smaller. Got you. In the US, it's a bit of a different animal, bigger market, way more publicly listed companies. A small cap is generally considered under 10 billion in the US. So... Uh, a, a company uh, that might be considered large in Canadian terms, like a $2 billion market cap, would be considered a micro cap in the U.S. Okay. So completely different playing field. Um, bo- both, uh, you know, b- both definitions work well for, for the, the market that you're looking at. I hated to dumb it down here to my level, but that's what I do here. Yeah, on this podcast. So the the difference being a large cap would be something like uh, you know uh, Microsoft, okay, the huge huge large cap yep. stock, right? And and a small cap might be something like Lightspeed, um, if if we're looking at the U.S. market. So when when I'm looking at uh, ass- assessing this uh, this type of a market. Uh, it's a little bit hard because technology stocks don't trade like your typical, um, uh, you know, the, the I, I would say your, your old school businesses like banks and telecoms and railroads. Uh, a lot of um, technology is uh, the value is perceived in, in the, the value of what that technology can bring well into the future. Right? Maybe not specifics. Well, you, you can uh, you can look at a company like uh, Twitter, for example. Okay. Um, which, which on the on the surface, you know, Elon Musk, Musk just offered something like forty five billion dollars for Twitter. Yeah. And on the surface, it just looks like a uh, <clears throat> a, a website that you can make comments on, right? Yeah. But the the technology behind. The, the software that allows Twitter to function is where, where the value is, right? right? Even though they might not be hugely profitable, somebody like Microsoft might be able to come in and, and integrate Twitter. Uh, and the reason I use Microsoft as, as an example is because they bought LinkedIn about maybe four or five years ago. Um, and LinkedIn wasn't making money, but they had a huge amount of users. Yeah. Uh, and, and Microsoft saw in value inherent in that, right? So... Hey, while you take a sip of your water here, can I ask you a quick question on like Amazon, for example? Somebody is somebody going to take these guys on a little bit? Is that going to be possible? I, you mentioned Spotify. Everybody says, "Well, watch out for Spotify in the next little while," because you don't know what they're going to do. We don't really know what Jeff's going to do. Like I'm talking in a first name basis, what uh, Jeff Bezos is going to do with uh, Amazon. But you just can't stay the same all the time. You've always got to be growing because if you're not growing, you're really kind of dying, aren't you? Yeah, and, and you know, uh, Amazon, there's really nobody that can take them on in, in terms of the, the, the cloud. Uh, you know, the, the, the bulk of their profits they make is from the, the cloud computing, right, where people can um, uh, host their, their businesses on the cloud. Yeah. So when, when, when I look at, uh, you know, the, the toothbrush being delivered uh, from the Amazon Depot to your door, they're, they're losing money on those transactions. Okay. Um, but Amazon has just gotten so big, I don't think anybody can can take them on. They might get to a point where, uh, you know, anti-competition laws force them to, to split up the company. They're just that dominant. Um, and it wouldn't surprise me to see that, that uh, happen to Microsoft and Google at some point as well. I keep calling it Google, but it's the stock is alf- Alphabet. Um, 
but when when uh, when you're looking at these technology companies, um, valuation is a self-regulating uh, and, and self-fulfilling prophecy in, in my estimation. So when something is is too expensive from a, a stock price point of view and, and market cap, uh, eventually it will level out. Uh, and we saw that with Netflix most recently. They were down 35% one day. Yeah. You know, was Netflix worth $180 billion? Well, probably not. That's why they, they had a little bit of a st- stumble in one quarter and, and they're down 35%. Just like that. Like to me, that's not a, a sustainable business model. And I think at some point, you know, Amazon at 60 times earnings is, uh, is going to come back down to earth. Uh, the the only company I, I can really say that the two companies from a from a tech perspective that to me seem like um, they they warrant that high multiple is uh, Apple and uh, Microsoft because they're, they're basically you know extremely dominant in the businesses that they touch. Nobody's touching Apple and cell phones. They're too largely entrenched. Right. And 90% of the world's computers run Microsoft software. So if if 90% is a a monopoly, it's pretty darn close. Um, (laughs) So in, in, you know, those stocks to me, they remain very expensive. The, the large, uh, used to call them the fangs. It was uh, Facebook, Amazon, Netflix, uh, Google. Google. Yeah. Hey, can I ask you uh, about, uh, about semiconductors? Like where does that, where where does that fall in here? Does it fall in here at all? Or am I just making that up? No, semiconductors, that's, that's part of the, uh, you know, the opportunity, some of those have gotten really beat up and it's not for lack of demand. It's because there, there's a major shortage right now right. Um, uh, of semiconductors. So uh, it's one of the reasons you're, you're waiting 18 months to get a new F-150, right? Right. Um, or, or whatever vehicle you're, you're looking at ordering. I have a friend in Calgary who, uh, who ordered a, a RAV4 uh, six months ago, and then they say it might not be till 2022 or 2023. Wow, uh, where, where it's delivered. So just waiting we, it out. We never would have thought that two, two or three years ago that you would never be able to go on a car lot and just pick out whatever car you wanted, right? Yeah. But here we are, and that's the pitfall of a just-in-time inventory system, uh, right? We're seeing supply chain disruptions. Uh, Rus- Russia invading Ukraine is not helping things. Um, and, and I think that um, if you can get good quality uh, names at a discount, and, and then there's a couple stocks I'm, I'm keeping my eye on. Um, uh, NVIDIA is one of them. Uh, they're a lar- large cap. They're, they're very dominant in gaming, uh, so they make uh, gaming chips. And uh, I, I've been keeping my eye on them. They're still a little bit too expensive for my liking. Okay. Uh, but I won't, I won't get into, I don't usually like to get into specific stocks. If well, that's why people to, call you. Yeah, they can call me if they want to talk uh, specific investment alternatives. Okay. But, uh, there, I think there's going to be a very good opportunity in semiconductors because I don't see the, the demand dropping in the next 20, 30, 40 years for, for microchips. Yeah. It's only going to increase. Increase. Yeah. Okay, if somebody wants to get a hold of you or to talk specifics, how do they reach you? Uh, give me a call on my cell phone, 780-905-7729, or they can reach me by email, dlamontang at researchcapital.com. Great. Thanks for your time today. And thanks for listening to Making Sense. Have yourself a great day. 